0: Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge presented by Curriculum Track, a brief retreat from your daily routine to explore the latest thinking and practices for faith-based educators and instructional leaders from all over. Join us as we swap innovative ideas geared towards promoting your school's mission, and we'll keep the conversation as fresh as you like your coffee. It's a pleasure of mine to welcome Ryan O'Dowd to the Teacher's Lounge today. Ryan is a software engineer with a passion for scripture memory, and I personally had the opportunity to meet Ryan at an educators conference a while back where he was representing his company, but also letting people know of his free Bible memory app, Wrinkly, as well. And I went straight home, introduced the app to my kids who love it, they use it quite frequently, and you can find Ryan's blog about the reason scripture memory is important on the Curriculum Track blog. But we wanted to invite him on the podcast to give us more insights into why he's investing his efforts, his free time, as I understand it, into this free app and what he hopes to accomplish through it. So, welcome, Ryan. It's an honor to have you join us today.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Michael.
0: So let's start with where you picked up your passion for scripture memory. What instilled that in you? When did you decide that scripture memory is such an important aspect of your life to drive you to this kind of an opportunity?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. All growing up in church— Scripture memory was a big part of a lot of activities that I did. I was part of AWANA, different Bible studies and small groups. The biggest one was Bible quizzing. So I was part of the Christian and Missionary Alliance. And every year we would take one or several books of the Bible and just really study them, try to memorize as much as we could. And then we would have competitions with other churches in the area and district meets, to internationals one year, a very big group of churches that scripture memories is really important at those churches. And sometime in high school is when I realized like how important this could be life transformation. It's not just a competition. In college, there's not as many opportunities for scripture memory. It's not part of any curriculum or anything like that, but it was something I still wanted to do. And I thought I learned all this stuff in Bible quizzing growing up. And there's not really an opportunity to do that now. So there were a couple summers in college where I went back and did the same memory plans that I did for Bible quizzing growing up. Yeah. But it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I was doing a Bible in the year plan with a friend where we got to the end of the year and we learned a lot. We were reading a lot of scripture, but we thought this would be really cool if we we memorizing a lot of this and committing its memory. The following year, we challenged each other to some pretty ambitious passages of scripture to see if we could memorize them and keep each other accountable. The first few months went great. I was learning a lot, but I realized quickly after the first couple of months, there's only so much I could read during the day or listen to in the car. I wanted something a little bit more engaging to be really intentional about the memory aspect. The more you memorize, the harder it gets. So I built this app really just for us to use. And... It didn't have a logo or anything or a lot of branding, but I thought, I'm going to release this anyway. If it's helping me, it can be helpful to other people. Yeah, I guess I've been really passionate about it the last couple of years, but that's how it came to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. So based on your experience, did you have the opportunity to go to a Christian school or was it all mostly through church that you had this opportunity to memorize scripture?
1: Yeah. Kindergarten through eighth grade, I went to Eden Christian Academy, uh, an ACSI school in the Pittsburgh area. Okay. It was a big part of the
0: Bible class there as well. Yeah. So Christian school and church supported Bible memory, not something that a lot of schools or churches are really pushing as much these days as even perhaps when you were younger. So it's great that you pursued that and even beyond those opportunities in school to continue expanding your memory. What percentage of the Bible would you say you've committed to memory? Have you even calculated the amount in the span of your life?
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. And I think a good follow-up question would be, how much do I still have committed to memory? Yeah, Uh, As part of why I built this, I had memorized multiple books or at least a large percentage of multiple books in middle school and high school, but you lose that if you don't keep up with it. And so that's why I went back to the same passages that I went to internationals for Matthew, for example, but that was when I was in seventh grade. And so a couple of times now I've gone back and tried to re-memorize it. And now I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I don't ever want to lose that again. I want to always keep that top of mind. But that is one thing that I am pushing for a lot in Wrinkly is seeing those metrics. If you can see percentages complete Mm. and things like that. The goal isn't to memorize as much as you can. The goal is to have as much of scripture transform you as possible. But it is cool to see progress over time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had the opportunity to memorize some scripture as a child and going through the Christian school that I attended. And I'm amazed at how much of that still comes back at what seems like the right time. Any given day, any given conversation, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't know that I remember the reference, but I do know that's from the Bible and that's truth. And that added some light to this conversation. I'm sure you have similar experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Graduation, somewhere in high school, college, whatever you decided to get into, what is your current line of work and how did you get into it?
1: Yeah. So I'm currently the senior director of engineering at an online education company. We deal mostly with prerequisites for, we started in the health professions, branched count into gen eds as well. I started doing that because I graduated with a honors, bachelor of science in computer science, a master's in software engineering. I've always loved technology. I just like writing code. And I've always done my own thing on the side too, just building different apps, especially apps that help facilitate real world relationships. So I like connecting people and not using phones to isolate. (laughs) But part of that is Wrinkley's mission too. It's maybe not connecting people as much, although there are ways to socially memorize scripture and whether small groups at church are using it for accountability or whatnot, but it's not a video game that is mindless.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you decided to develop your app, what kind of research you did into memorization and the kinds of memorization opportunities you have on the app. Why did you develop it as it is? Yeah. So I did a little bit of research ahead of time. I have a lifetime of research, right? <laughs> practice, but anyway, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, but in terms of what there are other apps that are doing something like this, like you mentioned, memorization of anything really isn't as high of a priority as it used to be. I think part of that is because information is just so accessible these days. So why memorize something if it only takes 15 seconds to search it on the internet? And I think there's some merit to that for some things that we used to memorize. But I think that memory just, makes you smarter too. If you can recall something faster, you're not wasting as much time looking something up. Memorization is very important in general, but especially when it comes to scripture, there is something about meditating on the word that's more than just having a surface level knowledge of what's happening in the story, really meditating on it. Scripture is very clear about meditating on it day and night and Uh pressing it on your children, talking about it when you're at home, when you're along the road. So I think there's biblical mandate for it. But I also know that I have unique study styles and I thought I'm going to build something from scratch specific for how I might best benefit from memory. Something I've been learning a lot about recently, I'm also learning Japanese at the moment. And there's a tool I've been using that's really big on spaced repetition. Initially, you need to hear something multiple times and then as you get farther away from learning it and it's more embedded in your memory. You don't need to recall it as frequently for it to stay embedded in long-term memory. So that's something that I'm trying to work into wrinkly as well. I really have two like main demographics. I know there's people like me who scripture memory is very important and I want the most effective, the most efficient tool possible for that end. But there's also a much larger demographic of people who even reading the Bible might not be a priority. Being able to take Some people in that demographic who maybe only spend five minutes in scripture a day that otherwise wouldn't spend any. That's a huge win for me. People who are using Wrinkly, especially when it's five minutes here, 10 minutes there, it's time that otherwise would have been spent scrolling through social media or doing something like that. It's really like additional time in the Word. And to me, that's powerful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us have developed this habit of filling our downtime with something on our phone, whether it's social media or Sudoku or whatever, solitaire, not to belittle the app at any means, but I think to your point, this gives people another great opportunity. If that's what you're looking for to fill time, fill space, why not fill it with reviewing and memorizing scripture Mm -hmm. reach for that wrinkly app instead of your favorite game on your phone. Not that it has to replace it all. There's nothing sinful about some of those innocent games, but this is a great use of your time and a great way to stretch your brain and develop some spiritual muscle at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how it works. What would someone expect to find as they log into the Wrinkly app? in terms of memorization.
1: Yeah. So the first time you download the app, after picking your preferred translation, you'll get a couple default verses just as a standard goal that you can work towards. And you play different games. So there's fill in the blank, there's uh, reference matching, you can type out words, reorder verses, things like that. And uh, I've grand plans to make all kinds of other games as well. And then you can create your own goals. You can say, I'm working on this Psalm or I'm working on this collection of verses on love or whatever it is. And it'll keep track of your progress. You earn what's called peanuts in the app, a little elephant theme. And then when you're ready to test on a verse, you earn wrinkles for memorized verses. When you memorize a verse, you level up and you have to successfully complete a verse on three different days with 24 hours in between attempts. The goal for that is, again, the kind of the space repetition. We don't want just you read it fast enough and keep it in short-term memory long enough to recite it three times fast. You have to, over a period of days, recite it. And I found that to be super helpful for me. And then it catalogs that as a completed passage. And you can go back and view all of the wrinkles you've completed in the past and refresh on those and, and things like that. There's also read features where you can obviously just read the Bible, but you can select different passages and compare it to different translations and things like that. So it's not just memory. That's the core of it. But I'm also trying to expand into Bible reading plans and curriculum development and things like that.
0: Interesting. I think you told me one time why wrinkles is the thing that you focused on. Can you tell us the connection between wrinkles and peanuts and elephants and why that's your theme in the app?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I need to put this as an FAQ on the website because I do get asked a lot. I don't know if you've ever heard when you learn something new, you got a wrinkle in your brain. It's obviously not true, which is like a fun little thing. And I told a friend that and he was like, oh yeah, and you should make the logo or the mascot an elephant because elephants are wrinkly and they never forget. That's perfect. That's what I'm going for here. Plus it just adds a fun little spin. It's going to be jungle themed and actually working on that now. By the end of the year, there should be some new graphics with elephants and
0: other animals and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I thought that was brilliant. Just a play on words there, and captures the idea of trying to memorize. Do you mind sharing about how many users you have so far on your app? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. um, over five thousand right now. Okay. Pretty much all organic. Starting to make a little bit more of a concerted effort for a marketing push going into the new year. But really excited to see that because, like I said, when it first launched, it was really just for me. But I thought if if it's helping me memorize scripture, maybe it'll help a couple others, and that. Ended up helping more than a couple.
0: Yeah. And this would be a great, as you said, the demographics, church people, church kids, Sunday school classes, quizzing kids, but even church schools who have a memorization program or a teacher who would have a memorization program for their students might encourage their kids to get on the app and use it. I know in my case, my kids, I've introduced them to it. They love it. I think the proof for me was several months after I introduced them, I hadn't really encouraged them to use it or asked them about it. My daughter said, oh, I need to memorize this verse for Sunday school. I need to see if I can find it on the Wrinkly app. (laughs) And it was just confirmation to me that, A, it's fun. It's something that kids like to use. And B, they recognize the value of it as they are building these rhythms into their lives. Well done. Thank you for your work on that. But it's all free. And that's something that I think that is amazing. You don't have any plans to charge for this. There aren't any ads that you have to wade through as you're getting nope. in. There's no invitation to purchase things once you download the app. So it's all free. You're doing it just because you want to help people. Tell us about some of the challenges, the struggles. I don't know, the difficulties, even just the steeper inclines you've had to climb up as you have developed this app. Maybe some of the surprises. I think there was one recently you're working through some permissions when it came to translations and so forth. So share some of those details just to help people understand it'd be worthwhile to pay for, but you're making it for free.
1: Yeah, there's definitely challenges, even with building something that's free and seems easy enough to explain. But yeah, permissions for translations is something that you have to get licensing for. I did have to pay for that. I worked with several intellectual
0: property holders on that. surprised the Bible is not free to use in the public domain, right? Every <laughs> translation has its own set of governors, so to speak.
1: Yeah, a couple free, like King James Version, but then a lot of private ones, which makes sense. A lot of money goes into translating yeah. and just want to make sure that
0: they're not being taken advantage of. But that's important because you want to provide a variety of translations mm-hmm. to meet the memorizer where they are, right? So you work through a lot of those.
1: Yeah, and that, that's, yeah, you're right. It's especially challenging for memory because people have very specific requirements. If they're just reading the Bible, maybe they're okay with not having their preferred translation, but if they're memorizing and even 40 years ago, learned something as a kid in one translation. That's what they want to use today. Yeah. There's a little less flexibility there on the user's end. I'm in a pretty good spot now where I have five or six kind of major translations and except so they've all been great to work with. That's been a challenge. The biggest challenge actually is convincing people that it it is actually free. So especially when I go to market it and I tell people like, hey, your group, whether it's a church group, a homeschool group, whatever, could maybe really benefit from this. If you have any feedback, I'd love to hear it. I just hope this is a blessing to you. People always approach those things very cautiously. Okay, what's the catch? What are you getting from it? And for the most part, people have been pretty good. But I have run into some people where it's really hard to convince them that, I'm not getting something out of this. And the reality is the more people who download it, the more expensive it becomes for me because I have to pay for hosting and everything. Very manageable, but I keep praying that it won't be manageable someday. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that it can reach that many people. But I do have some ideas to make it self-sustaining as well. There is a, a fundraising feature that schools could use in churches for mission trips and things of that nature. I've also been playing around with the idea of building some kind of companion app for schools so that teachers could manage a classroom, assign goals, and check on progress of students, things of that nature. But as far as Wrinkly goes in its current form and kind of what I see as its core offering, that'll be free for everybody
0: always. I'm trying to recall when I set it up with my kids, if they had to provide very much information, I don't think they did. It's not like you're harvesting email addresses or home addresses or anything like that.
1: Uh, There is an option to create an account. You can log in as a guest and You can put in a fake name if you want. It's just for your profile, but you can also link it to your Google account and Apple account or an email address if you want. But yeah, none of that gets harvested or sold, or I'm not even doing any email marketing to let users know about updates or anything yet. That'll probably change, but that's completely opt-in and stays within the company for sure. Sure.
0: And you mentioned the fundraising side. I'm really fascinated by that. Can you give us a brief overview of that opportunity?
1: Yeah, so it's very similar to a walkathon, but instead of students getting donations or sponsors per lap walked, they would get donations or sponsors per verse memorized. So this is great because there's essentially no startup cost. Students go to grandparents, friends, family, neighbors and then it's up to them too. And it's a win because they're doing right. something great spiritually and it's low effort, low cost for the school, for the sponsors. I worked with a summer camp. I'm a middle school sports counselor in the summer there, and they had kids that otherwise maybe wouldn't be able to go to camp. They can memorize some verses, get sponsors and get a scholarship to go. I think that's pretty cool, but it works the same way for schools and for churches, for mission yeah. trips.
0: That really gets my brain working about all the possibilities. So grandpa and grandma probably would sponsor their grandkid to walk whatever number of laps they need to walk for the walkathon. thon But if you turn that into scripture, there are probably some grandparents who would maybe dig a little bit deeper just to encourage their grandkid. But even beyond that, as schools try to promote who they are, that's one of the reasons do fundraisers to promote who you are and invite the community to support. What a great way to show your purpose, your mission, what makes you unique in that we're encouraging kids to memorize scripture. That is at the heart of our mission and who we are. And so I think that's just a fabulous tool encourage people to check it out for that reason alone. The companion app, what are some of your ideas there? This is part of your roadmap, right? It's not currently available, but more of a dashboard for maybe teachers who are managing a group of students who they're encouraging to use the yeah. app. You want to give us any insights into that? Or...
1: Go no, ahead. Yeah, I'm an open book here. I'm currently doing some research with different schools in the area. Definitely would invite any other feedback if anyone feels this would be helpful for them. But I'm trying to figure out what are the biggest needs in the classroom for scripture memory. So even in the absence of a companion app, I just want as many schools to use this as possible. If it can be helpful at Mm -hmm. all for any of their students memorizing scripture, this is a free resource. And like I said, always will be. On top of that, if there are additional benefits, like I said, managing progress of students or assigning specific verses, and even incorporating specific curriculum that's maybe outside of a Bible reference. So like I guess I do want to have Bible reading plans. I think it would also be great sticking with the memory theme, the 12 tribes of Israel or the 10 commandments or the disciples that's in the classroom and out of the classroom. I think it's sometimes a little bit surprising how many Christians might not be able to list the 12 disciples or the books of the Bible or something like that. So I think there's a lot of opportunity for knowledge base programs within the app. But then also if there's something specific to a school's curriculum that they're going through, especially Mm -hmm. for Bible class, incorporating that in there and maybe even doing the same thing where you're playing little mini games and you're earning peanuts and just following through a curriculum with a whole classroom. I think that could be really helpful.
0: Yeah. Back in the classroom in my teaching days, we had a catechism at our school that was a variation of the Westminster Catechism and non-denominational school. So we had to rewrite it so that it fit all the faith groups that we were supporting. But man, if there was a tool that I could have promoted that for my 10th graders who had had it mastered by the end of 10th grade, that would have been phenomenal. A lot of work into trying to help students memorize that. So having an app, which this is a little while ago, but having an app would have been really helpful. You're saying that you're hoping to make it so that a teacher or a school could say we need this in the app for our students and you'd make that possible. Yep. I think that. that's phenomenal. Great. Anything else on the roadmap? You've mentioned some of the graphics and some of the other pieces, the fundraising, the companion app. What else is in store for Wrinkly as you dream about the future and where do you hope to see it go?
1: Yeah. I have so many plans and I'm not really sure at this point which of those paths I want to go down. That's something I'm being very prayerful about recently. The big thing for the foreseeable future is a little bit more market research. So a little less on the tech side, the app's working, it's stable. And while that's my bread and butter, I love doing that. I think I need to focus a little bit more on what do schools need? What do churches need? What are the businessy considerations that need to be made? But going back to the tech, yeah, companion app, improving fundraising, graphics to make it a little bit more engaging, a little more interactive, be really helpful. And then just like making more games. So right now there's four core games, but really expanding that and introducing different ways to learn, I think would be really helpful. I'm also introducing language support. So it's currently available in Spanish right now. And there's also a Spanish translation of the Bible in there. We're trying to figure out, is there a way for this to have broad international appeal? Learning a few languages right now, because I want to introduce native support for different languages in the app. I'm just trying to find different pockets around the world that might be able to benefit from an app like this
0: your website is rink.ly w r i n k dot l y and so the reason i wanted to mention that is if anybody says hey this is a great idea i want to partner with you i want to support you i want to contribute i want to help they can find ways to do that perhaps or at least reach out on rink dot ly
1: yep so on the website there's a contact form I'm also always available to receive any email,
0: R-O-D-O-W-D at rank.ly as well. Okay. And we'll link to that website in the show notes as well. If you're listening, find that on our podcast page and on our website. Ryan, in closing, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Share a story. People like stories, success stories. Share a story, maybe of a user experience, your own or others, about how this has been helpful or what it's accomplishing.
1: Yeah. The first one that comes to mind is I have a coworker who has a, a couple younger daughters and she was using it with them and they were using it for a couple of weeks. And it was cool getting feedback, especially from younger users. But she sent me a text one morning and it was an image. She had taken a picture of her daughter who had made herself breakfast and had gotten all ready for school and everything was sitting there at the kitchen table working on her wrinkly before school started. And it was just so cool because it was a candid shot. There was no prompting. And I was just like, wow, that is so cool to see. Even if it's just memorizing one extra verse, it's just those kinds of things really excite me and keep me motivated.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And goes back to your earlier point about a lot of other ways that kids could spend their time at the yes. breakfast table or elsewhere. This is just a great way to redeem the time, right? Make mm-hmm. it more useful, make scripture memory more available and accessible to students. That's great. Thanks again for what you do, Ryan. Really appreciate your passion for this, your vision, your heart to help schools and your invitation for schools to reach out if they have specific questions or concerns or would like to learn more. But I would like to just add my very firm seal of approval to this, encourage people to check it out and use it and find the benefit as we continue to push towards more scripture memory. I think that's really a needed thing in our culture today. So thanks for your time today, Ryan. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Really appreciate it. Thanks for dropping by the Curriculum Track Teachers Lounge today. We hope this conversation helped you feel more connected to like-minded educators and provided you with a thought, an idea, or even just a smile as you seek to do all that you can for all of your students. If you found this conversation to be helpful, do us a favor and rate this podcast. Also, be sure to share it with others. We would be grateful to hear from you with any ideas, questions, or thoughts that you may have can find ways to connect with us at CurriculumTrack.com.